Divorce rates in the U.S. are declining, except for people over 50. 20 years ago, it was one in 10. Today, it's one in four. And on today's show, we're going to talk about some mistakes to try to avoid when divorcing after age 50 and offer tips to help keep your retirement on track. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in. It's Financial Safari with the author of the Amazon number one bestseller, Retirement Smart America. That's Marty Neville, who also heads up Smart Money Solutions, helping many people in Chicagoland and beyond. In fact, Marty is licensed now in 19 states. He develops that trusted retirement relationship with his clients. And then when they move, they say, well, I don't want to give you up. And so he picks up a license in the state. How are you, Marty? <laughs> I'm doing great, Dave. It's what I live for. Well, I do, do. You do. You do. And you do a great job at it, too. And uh, and also providing information on this show and um, and opening up his busy schedule he does on the show. Uh, Marty Neville, uh, gray divorce. That's that's a thing now. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. I've been there. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, yeah. So it's so it's unfortunate, but uh, it happens, especially during this pandemic. Things have been really uh, going going crazy with people, you know. Stand, spending all that time together. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. Uh, obviously, in some cases, it's not working that well. Well, and it's amazing because, as you said earlier, the divorce rate is actually declining. Rates are declining, except for people over 50. And right. what was it, 20 years ago, you said one in 10 over 50 divorce. Now it's one in yeah. four. So yeah. well, it's a factor in your retirement planning, too. And so that's why you've put together some all too common mistakes to avoid when faced with divorce in retirement. Uh, you got to know, I mean, because in at that age in your life, you've accumulated a lot of assets. So uh, all along the way, you should create an inventory. Absolutely. You should know what you have. You should know what you, if you have collections or if you have other assets, you know, I have people who collect silver and gold bars and people who collect jewelry and other people, they collect all kinds of things, but uh, you should have an, an idea, a, a solid idea, an inventory of what you get. You should have an inventory for insurance purposes as well, mm -hmm. not just in anticipation of possibly a divorce, but in the event of a divorce, that that having that inventory, having knowing what the assets are, uh, keeps you up to speed, so you 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 can have a, a good, better picture of what the total asset base is uh, if it does come to a divorce. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of assets, what about the house? Is it is it always good to keep the house? Or well, it, it, it depends if is the, if the house is paid off. You know, don't forget, there's still property taxes, there's insurance, there's maintenance, there's, you know, the new roof possibly. So there's all kinds of things. And if you have younger children or if you have still children living at the home, uh, you have to take that into consideration because you're going to lose that income. So it, there, there's a lot of variables that go into it, but sometimes it costs more to move and relocate. But uh, in, in other cases, it might be just beneficial to stay where you are. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where you're comfortable. You've been there for some time, presumably. So it might be, you know, but again, you have to remember, it could be a money pit too. So, yeah, you know, things true. start, things, you know, have a life expectancy, you know, hot water heater, you know, has a life expectancy of eight, nine years. 
uh, you know, a roof is 25 years, mm-hmm. you know, refrigerators, freezers, stoves, they, you know, they all have a life expectancy, washers and dryers. So, that, you know, you have to take into consideration all that plus emergency repairs. So there's a, there's other things that you have to take into consideration when it comes to keeping the house or selling the house. What about, I mean, a lot of people who, um, couples that divorce in retirement have been married a long time, but sometimes people get married in retirement and may not work out. How does that work with debt? Actually, in any case. Well, it depends on, there's certain states that have different laws regarding that. But in some cases, the debt that your spouse has accumulated, even if it might be in his or her name only, you may end up being responsible for it. So you really have to be careful, you know, community property laws, uh, there's what, eight or nine states that have that, and you could be responsible for half of that debt, Uh, you know, not just the mortgage, because usually the mortgage is both people, both Mm -hmm. of you are on the mortgage, but it's, you know, credit card debt or uh, there's other loans that you might be responsible for. So you really have to, uh, you know, understand where you're living. Uh, and 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 in Il- and if, for example, in Illinois, it's not a community property state, so it it's uh, it, it, things are a little bit different in regard that regard. So you might not be responsible for your spouse's debt uh, in Illinois if you didn't have anything to do with creating that debt. So it's it's good to understand the the different rules and regulations, or get the opinion of somebody about the rules and regulations. Uh, yeah. Such as myself, so you, so you really are clear. If, if, if God forbid, you do get divorced, you know, are you going to be on the hook for for some, you know, millions of dollars Whoa. in debt that your spouse, you know, accumulated, knowing that uh, you are going to be on on the hook for half of it. Yeah, and Wisconsin is one that happens to be one of those states that does have the community property laws. Yeah, exactly. So that's right next door here. So uh, you know. Uh, Wisconsin, California, Arizona, Idaho, Louisiana. Uh, I have a, happen to have a list. Uh, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, and Washington State. So those are community property laws. So you could be very well held responsible, uh, depending on how you negotiate the settlement of the divorce. So you could very well be re- responsible for half of your spouse's debt even if it's not in your name. Wow. So you got to be careful. Yeah, definitely. And of course, we talk taxes a lot here because, well, it's just that important a topic for retirement and you can't ignore the tax consequences of divorce. Well, if you're going to get half, say, if you're going to get half of your spouse's pension or if you're going to get half of your spouse's retirement account, you got to make sure that's moved over properly so it doesn't, there isn't a tax ramification. But in a lot of cases, I've seen they, they, they take it as a lump sum and all of a sudden, they're they're hit with that big tax bill, and if they're under fifty nine and a half, uh, there there's a ten percent additional tax penalty. So yes, uh, if you're going to take that lump sum, make sure it's done properly. The the brokerage account, the retirement account, they're handled differently. So you really have to be careful when it comes to moving those the, that money and and accepting it as part of the settlement. So you know that's something that I've I've unfortunately had to deal with with clients mm-hmm. in the past. When it comes to a divorce and and assets being split up and and monetary accounts changing, so you know who's going to be responsible for the mortgage until the house sells if you're going to sell the house, property taxes, homeowners insurance, you know, so all those different things and the taxes upon the sale of the house are there going to be any? In a lot of cases there won't be, but it depends on the value of the house. 
there could be a tax consequence by the by the sale of your house. So it's it's something to really uh, you know again, hopefully it doesn't happen. But if it does, you know, make your you know be forewarned is forearmed. Well, absolutely. And Marty has seen all the scenarios in, in his years of doing this, and he presents those on this show. And it is great to have someone like Marty, or uh, not only a professional, but a retirement specialist uh, to, to turn to in times like this. 888-519-9096. It all starts with a consultation. Get that consult scheduled. 888-519-9096. Another thing to think about in, in divorce, you may be on your spouse's insurance. Yeah, well, yeah, that's something to really consider depending on how old you are. Uh, you know, health insurance is a real important issue to deal with when it comes to divorce because if you're under 65, you're not eligible for Medicare yet. And health insurance, you could go on your spouse's program if you're covered by your spouse's health insurance through his, his or her job. Uh, but, you know, you're, you could be on the Affordable Care Act. There's COBRA. So there's a lot of different options, but they're all they're all expensive options. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again, that's that would be part of the negotiating process if you're covered under your spouse's health insurance during the course of a divorce. Uh, you're going to definitely want to make sure you're protected and covered with your health insurance until you reach 65. So uh, that, it's so expensive. You know, if you're on COBRA. Yeah, you could be on COBRA for 36 months now. They've extended the time frame. But, mm -hmm. you know, if it's $1,000 a month, you know, okay, you do the math. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it could be, right, it could be very, very expensive. So you really have to make sure that you're, uh, that you're covered properly and that you, you make sure that you negotiate it. Uh, if, if your spouse has the health insurance, you want to make sure that you continue to be covered. Uh, I know when I got divorced, uh, I made sure that my ex was uh, covered. Uh, properly with health insurance, uh, you know, for, for quite some time after the divorce was over. But uh, it was still, you know, unfortunate, but true. But I still made sure I wanted to make sure that she was uh, protected. Well, and, uh, and, and finally, and we have about a minute, and you've really touched on this, but with the retirement accounts, just how to properly handle that with taxes. Well, there's, there's a, uh, it's called a, a qualified domestic relations order, which allows you to uh, take a one-time withdrawal from your excess 401k or 403b without paying the 10% tax penalty. So okay. it's, an, it's an exception to the rule. Uh, so, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm big on, you know, not paying extra taxes if you don't have oh, to. Sure. So uh -huh. again, it's, there's, there's, a, there's a process that you have to follow. There's always rules. The government, you know, every, you know, that day we've talked, how many times mm -hmm. have we talked about this, Dave, that oh, yeah. you know, if you don't follow the rules, what does the government do? Penalize. They, pen they penalize you. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so we always want to make sure that you want to follow the rules, make sure that you pay the the minimum amount, or on the other side of the coin is roll it over as an IRA so you don't have to pay any taxes whatsoever, especially the 10% tax penalty. So there, there's ways that you can, you know, that you can prevent that from happening and, and depending on how you're going to position it. So, you know, it's, it's worth having a discussion about it. Well, it's not a pleasant time, but as Marty opened up with the stat show, it's happening a lot with over 50 now with divorce. So be prepared, and, and not just in that area, but in, in your overall holistic retirement planning. And you can get that way with Marty Neville. Here's an opportunity to schedule a consultation with Marty. Yeah, for the first, uh, for the first 10 listeners of the show today, so uh, give me a call. My number is 888 
519-9096 and we'll set up a time to meet. Um, I'm hoping that you're you're not going through the, the divorce situation, but if you are, let's have a conversation and see what we can do to put it together for you and help help plan for that uh, in a lot of different areas. And we'll uh, we'll have a conversation of, at the very least. So we'll, we'll put together a, a, a nice plan for you at the very least anyway. So give me a call. Again, my number is 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six, and we'll meet at one of my convenient offices. Uh, I, the best part is I, I do this at no cost or obligation to you. And Marty opens up his schedule for you on this show, 888-519-9096. Get your own financial roadmap that leads you to retirement and can, through retirement, lead you. And Marty can be your guide along the way, too. Sit down with Marty. Let him break down what can be, it certainly is, a complicated financial world into easy-to-understand instructions. And you get a copy of his book, too, Retirement Smart America. This is Next 10, 888 888- 519-9096-888-519-9096. Getting started, we are on Financial Safari, WLS, for this week. Much more to come. After the break, Marty, what are we doing? You know, the order in which you take money from your retirement accounts is really critical. Uh, it can save you money in taxes, allow your retirement accounts to continue to grow, and can help you get the most out of your nest egg. Details right after the break. Financial Safari back into the conversation with Marty Neville. Marty Neville's book is Retirement Smart America, an Amazon bestseller. And Marty heads up Smart Money Solutions uh, with the expertise in well, federal benefits, all the components of a good, solid retirement plan. That's what Marty does. Just think retirement. That's what he does. And he loves uh, building retirement plans in a custom fashion. Well, Marty, we have talked a lot of, uh, on that psychological shift of going from accumulation to well, some call it distribution or we the buzzword decumulation, but it can mm-hmm. be tricky. And someone like Marty can certainly help you walk down the right path with that. And you put together some tips on what you should and, and what you shouldn't be doing in this mm-hmm. process. There's strategies with this. Like, for instance, uh, not starting with your investment income can be a mistake. Well, you know, going from contribution to distribution <laughs> <laughs> it's another one of those transitions that you st- that you have to deal with, just like going from working to not working. Right. It's another one of those distrib- you know, th- those transitions that you just have to get used to, and spending your money that you've saved all these years because you've saved it for this exact purpose. Uh, I met with a client last week who we've been putting together this plan all along, and for this one reason. Uh, The the client is finally going to be retiring this year and everything that we've done is culminating uh, to come to fruition this year. So it's it's a process. And and yes, I, I usually recommend until you turn 72 when you're required to take distributions usually take money from other sources, mm-hmm. you know, especially when it comes to buying a car or any other major purchase, uh, you know, home remodeling or, or improvement of any kind in the house. Usually you want to take money from other sources. If you have mutual funds, if you have a money market, a, an emergency fund, that would be the place to take that money from 
if you're going to have any kind of uh, a chance of really allowing your retirement savings to to grow over the years and continue. So I usually that's the last money I always recommend taking uh, distributions from would be that retirement account. Use other sources first, and that way your retirement account can continue to grow until you're required to take it. But, but if it's part of your plan, you know, and then, again, that's where the whole plan that I put together comes in. So because it'll spell out when it's going to be necessary for you to take distributions from your retirement accounts or are the other uh, assets that you have, other cash assets that you have, uh, going to be sufficient to meet your needs up until that point. Kind of a like a painting by numbers that you can help right. create for them. Well, yeah, it's a puzzle, you know, and there's a lot of pieces to a puzzle. This is, you know, this is a thousand piece puzzle I'm putting together for you and you have to put together one piece at a time. So once you have it all together, you see what the big picture is. That's my goal. And that's what's so rewarding for me is we're putting that puzzle together and you're and it's finally coming to fruition and you could really see the final result d accumulation in retirement and then and this one really kind of does and doesn't fall in here but it's something you really want to think long and hard on to maximize your social security and for most people it's best to wait till full retirement age in most cases yes and then i'm going to also put together the social security maximization report so that's going to really give you a clearer picture and a real good indication of when is the optimal time to take your social security it might not be necessarily at your full retirement age it might be later i usually recommend waiting if you can if you want to in in some cases, like I met with clients a couple of weeks ago, and and they were going to take it at sixty two because they were going to retire uh, at sixty one. So it, it just made sense, and and they had they had some uh, health issues in the family, so it just made sense for them to take it right at when they turned sixty two. Take the social security and, and start benefiting from those benefits, even though it's a reduced benefit and it's a permanent decision, it was still in the, in that particular mm-hmm. instance, it was appropriate. Yeah. That's the whole thing that the cu- custom planning with Marty and he's, he takes no cookie cutter approach. He gets to know you and the right strategies for you. 888-519-9096, by the way, that's the number that can put you in touch with Marty. He will call you back after the show and get you scheduled for consultation. 888-519-9096. Okay, so now um, I guess a lot of people do have to tap into the 401k and IRA before the required minimum distribution age, but it is best to wait till then. Usually because it's obviously if you're taking distributions from your retirement accounts, every nickel is taxable. Yeah. So you're, you're immediately creating a taxable situation for yourself, whereas money that's in your brokerage account or money that's in a money market account, it's after tax dollars and the taxes on those, on the interest that you might be earning on those accounts are, might be much less. And especially if it's dividend and capital gains, it's, it's, it's taxed at a lower rate anyway. So it's usually best to wait if you can, if you if you need to take that money, okay, well, that's, again, part of the plan that I'm going to put together for you. Same thing with Social Security. Mm-hmm. You could take it at 62. You can wait till your full retirement age, which is 66 or 67. And the, the longer you wait, the more the benefit's going to be. And you can't defer it any more than 70. You have to take it at 70. But the same thing with distributions from your retirement accounts. You can wait till you're 72. And they're talking about, I think we talked about this last time, mm-hmm. the last show, uh, they're talking about extending 
extending it to 74 and 75 uh, as the as the required minimum distribution age. So they're changing those rules as we <laughs> as we go. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, so so there's so there's always differences in, in changes that are happening, and I, I keep up with all those changes because it's it's my business. But I would you know if you can avoid to take money from your retirement accounts until later, it's it's usually best. But if it's if it's overall part of the plan, okay. Well, let's uh, let's figure out a way to minimize your taxes and and still provide you with the income that you want and need. Well, I would imagine then you would want to hold off on your your Roth and let that continue to grow tax free as long as you can. Well, I'll, here's a little secret. <laughs> Most people never touch their Roth. Never touch. They never touch their Roth because it's growing tax-free. Even mm-hmm. though I enjoy having a little tax-free income mixed in with the taxable income, mm-hmm. because it's growing tax-exempt, they don't want to disturb that. So I, I, I can count on one finger how many mm-hmm. clients I know that have used their Roth. Okay. And they've used, it, they've used it for a non-essential purpose. They've used it for buying a car or or helping their, yeah. their kids with with just uh, you know college education for their grandkids or something like that, so they haven't even used it for themselves. Uh, they've used it for other purposes. So uh, there's no required distribution on a Roth IRA. So th- so there's no uh, there's no reason to take that money. And again, it's it, it's growing tax free. Everything you make and take is tax free. So most people prefer to just leave it alone and let it grow tax free. Let it grow. Just let it go and let it grow. And exactly. And it sounds like a, then uh, the majority of your clients really are, have that in mind with legacy planning. Exactly. They leave that for their kids or so, because their kids, the same same thing applies. Their kids can use that money tax exempt so they don't have to worry about the, the gains. It doesn't change status. It's always going to be a Roth. So it doesn't change status just because you pass away. Your kids are going to inherit that uh, as a Roth IRA. And the same thing applies to them. They can take it. Uh, in full, and there's not one dime in tax consequence associated with it. Yeah, and and they still have they have to liquidate in ten years, but it's no tax consequence with it. Correct, so, yeah. correct, because it's okay. classified as an inherited. So the the rules on that have changed again too. Yeah, uh, they so do that a so lot. there's yeah there's some serious <laughs> changes that we you have to really understand and know about when it comes to uh, your your kids and grandkids inheriting your IRAs, whether it's a Roth or traditional. You know, and just we've said this a lot on the show, but it's because it's true. It's it's harder to plan for retirement than it was for the generation or generations before us, because most people don't have a pension. And so you need a professional to help you to get to get the sequence right. Exactly. Well, years ago, everybody had a pension or a lot of people had pensions. Companies offered them uh, because but they became so expensive to manage and maintain that uh, and they they always a lot of them have cost of living escalation on there so so there's always an increase in your pension especially if it's like in Illinois Illinois has a if, if you're a, a municipal employee a firefighter a teacher a police officer uh, a, a city worker you're going to be receiving your pension with a three percent cost of living adjustment annually huh. wow so yeah so <laughs> Illinois is one of the few states that has that. Uh, and it's and it's in the Illinois Constitution. So, uh, if you're a municipal employee of, of some kind of firefighter, police officer, a teacher, you're getting a, a, a hell of a deal. So uh, yeah. every ten years, you're getting a thirty percent increase in your in your pension. Man. So yeah, think about it. You know, and, and I've had I have a, a, cl- a bunch of clients that are 
uh, retired teachers. I have a couple of retired firefighters. They've been retired for years and years, and, and they ma- they're making more now in retirement than they were when they were working. <laughs> well, and you said it's in the state constitution, so it would be a really tough process to, to make any changes with it, so they can probably rest easy on that, those who have it. Yeah, well, again, they, they would have to be an amendment. An amendment. Uh, yeah. To tax, you know, it would have to be in part of the uh, voting process to allow for a change in the Illinois Constitution. So uh, the last uh, election, there was a, a, an amendment proposed to amend the Illinois Constitution, but it was so that the politicians could tax you at will. <laughs> rather than rather than improve things, they just wanted to change the Constitution so they could tax you at will uh, without having wow. to go through the legislative process. So uh, uh, luckily that didn't pass. <laughs> well, you know, and I know that, uh, I don't know about state constitutions, but it is no easy task to amend the United States Constitution. It's just oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. As it what should be. As it should what be. What do you need? Seven-eighths of the state? I don't even know where it's, it is. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, a, it's a high it's amount. It's a process, right? It, it really is. And I think that's good. Uh, you want to yeah. willy-nilly amend the Constitution. Well, um, it, it's time. We'll open the phones again because... You need to get that sequence right. It is tougher to retire. To have a retirement specialist with you is invaluable. Here's an opportunity to get Marty, get with Marty, and get it started. Absolutely. So for the next 15 minutes, the phone lines are now open. Call me at 888-519-9096. You'll hear my friendly voice on the recording. Just leave a message, and I will get back to you sometime later today, but usually by the early afternoon. Uh, my, my staff will print everything off and hand me a list and say, here, call. <laughs> so that's how it works. So give me a call. Again, my number is 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six, and we'll set up a time to meet at one of my local offices. I have offices all throughout the entire metropolitan area, and we can set out, set up a, a plan for you and and put everything. It's all custom tailored, it's all specific to your wants, needs, goals, and desires. So that's the uh, that's the best part. And the, the other best part is I'm not a fee based advisor. I don't charge for these consultations. So so give me a call again. My number is eight eight eight. Five one nine nine zero nine six. So we can set up. I can't do anything until you call. We'll set up a time to meet. And and you'll get a copy of Marty's book as well. Uh, in addition yeah, so, to this yeah. comprehensive review, eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six eight eight eight. More to come after the break and check news, weather, traffic. What is on the other side, Marty? Well, you know, the markets, uh, there's still plenty of volatility out there, Dave, as I'm sure you're aware, and most people that are listening are aware, and there's no end in sight to that. Uh, So uh, after the break, we're going to show some tips. We're going to talk about some tips to make sure that market volatility doesn't disrupt your retirement savings. Stay tuned. We're back. It's Financial Safari Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here with Marty Neville, author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America, and with Smart Money Solutions. And Marty is about smart, safe strategies for you and for your retirement, specifically your retirement. If you get with Marty, he's going to look at the right strategies for you. And he's going to factor in so much life consequences, a long-term retirement, inflation, and yes, even market volatility. It's been a weird year anyway, so Marty's put together some steps you can take to help you weather any storms that are on the horizon. First off, um, I know I just said you're about safe strategies, so that's one the one thing you have here to top it off is make sure you're invested appropriately for your age. 
Exactly. And there's a formula for that. I use what's called the rule of 100. And let's say you're 70 years old. Well, to me, 70% of your money should be in safe money strategies. The other 30%, uh, you can you can put it in more volatile or you know higher risk categories. Because if you, you know, at least you protect the 70%. So if something were to happen to that 30%, like the market were to have a, you know, major correction of any kind and you lose a a majority of that money, at least, you know, you protected 70% of your money. It's in a safe money, whether it's an annuity, whether it's a life insurance plan, whether it's an estate trust of some kind, which is an investment vehicle. So there's a whole host of different vehicles that I use to protect my clients' cash assets to make sure that in the event of a market downturn, in the event, you know, look what happened in 08, 09. It took 10 years to recover from that. Yeah. And that was a major financial meltdown that we suffered. Real estate, the whole gamut was, was affected. It took 10 years to recover from that. Well, if you're 70 years old, you want to wait 10 years to no, recover from a major? No. Of course not. The answer is no. And, I, and one of the questions I always ask clients is, how much are you willing to lose? And invariably, what's the answer? Zero. <laughs> None. So <laughs> at that point in their life, you know, you've made your money, you've saved your money. Now it's time to enjoy your money, enjoy your life. So uh, let's let's you know talk about a different kind of a strategy, something that's going to protect you. This is what I do for a living. So this is not some some newfangled program that I've just dreamed up that <laughs> I'm 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 trying to you know provide to you. This is a these are you know, tried and true. Right, these are longstanding, uh, tried and true investment strategies. Like I said, they're not brand new. You know, mm-hmm. your, your grandparents they're different than what your parents and grandparents might have had, but they're much better than what your parents and grandparents had. So uh, let's, you know, let's have a meeting. Let's sit down and talk. You know, yes, the market is a great place. Could you make more money in the market? You know, possibly. Could you lose more money in the market? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Without a doubt. My whole objective is to protect you. Everything I do, everything I do is geared towards protecting you, whether it's a living trust, whether it's a tax plan, whether it's a financial plan of some kind. Everything I do is geared towards how do I protect your assets, all of your assets, and not just your money, but your house, your cars, your collectibles, your valuables, whatever you have. How do we protect you properly? So I'm looking at it from a completely different angle. And it is holistic planning and and also absolutely tried and true strategies. 888-519-9096. And Marty can implement the right tried and true strategies for you. 888-519-9096. Now, a given, a given, of course, you don't want all your eggs in one basket, but just how important is uh, diversity? Well, it's very important. And, and I, you know, when I'm putting together a plan, depending on how much money, like I have a couple of clients, they have, uh, you know, several million dollars that they've saved in, in IRA money and in non-IRA money. I'm not using the same same programs for all that money. So I'm not saying, oh, let's put it all in this one place because that's a bad idea, even though they're probably already in one place. Uh, you know, they've got one uh, one brokerage account or it's all in one money market account or, or, or it's all in the same place. So I'm, I would rather diversify it and put it in a, a couple or three different places. So this way, it, you've got an opportunity just for growth. And, and that's that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at growth. So you want your money to continue to grow. 
no matter what the market does. And mm -hmm. that's what that's what I do. So uh, whether the market is on an upswing or on a downswing, you're still making money. And that's the key. So your money yes. is protected. It's guaranteed. It's insured. So that's the whole objective in my book is to make sure that, OK, you it's, it's not very glamorous, like, you know, like this, like stocks and, and all these crazy, you know, things that they come up with and EFTs and, and Bitcoin, and all this <laughs> other stuff. you know, so it's, it's, it's not glamorous. It's, it's a conservative way to to protect yourself and and that's what i'm all about yes you could you could still keep some money i had a client he he gave me half of his ira i put half of his ira in a, in a real fine uh fixed index annuity and he kept the other half and we and he trades his half and mm -hmm. my you know and every year we compare <laughs> oh, wow. does, how does it usually who, turn out? <laughs> who does better? In some years, I do better. In some uh -huh. years, he does that's, better. That's so, cool. So like it, it averages out, yeah. you know, it, it averages out where I end up doing better because I don't have to worry that if the market has a dip, he's not going to lose anything. Right. So he's going to have to he's going to have to regain what he lost just to break back even. So I don't have to worry about that in this, in my strategies because there's, there's no going down. There's only going up. So in most cases, I'm the winner. I'm <laughs> in that contest. <laughs> I like that, but a little compromise because you knew that he wanted some control there. And right. Well, that's his job. Fire. He, he retired yeah. from his regular job and now he wakes up five days a week, and this is his job. He yeah. likes to play with it. He likes to trade his money. Hobby. Okay, yeah, that's fine. So that's that's his that's his job now. So okay, that's fine if that's what he likes, and he's good at it. Don't get me wrong; he's uh -huh. really good at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I you know, I know what he forgot. <laughs> so so he's he's yeah. real good at it. But you know, in most cases, I come out ahead. Well, and that's good, too, because you did reach a compromise with him, but you're still offering that protection. Uh, so if you're still working, uh, but close to retirement, you uh, this goes without saying, put as much as you can in there, catch up, take advantage of those opportunities and everything. Absolutely. It's never too late. And keep contributing up until the time you retire. Absolutely. You know, it, first of all, it helps your tax situation on your income because it reduces the amount of uh, income that you have because it's coming off of your, your paycheck pre-tax. So that's, that's the main advantage. So I would definitely look at it as... Uh, keep contributing, always contribute, no matter what the market's doing, because if, you know, hopefully you're, you know, you're not, you can always adjust the money that's in the 401k. If, you, if you're really concerned, you can go to the more conservative investments that are within the 401k. You can even go into the money market feature mm -hmm. of the 401k so you don't lose anything. Uh, I know the federal government, their TSP, they have a, what's called the G fund, which is the government fund, which is basically a money market account. It doesn't pay much, but if the market has a volatile year or volatile week or month, you don't lose anything. So most of, most people keep their money in the G fund on the federal uh -huh. side. So that's the TSP. But every, every 401k has a money market feature. So you can definitely put your money into that if you see some real volatility happening in the market so you could protect yourself from any losses. But never stop contributing. It's never too late to, to keep contributing. It's never too late to start. And it's never you should never end until you stop working. And this is the time. And, of course, Marty deals with people who are either already retired or, or really getting close to it. If you had put a minimum age on it, Marty, you're looking about 55, something 55 like that. 55 and up, yeah. yeah, yeah and that's up. 55 and up is who I, my ideal client is because they're, they're close to that. You know, they're in that red zone. They're getting close. 
and uh, I could put together a plan. If they're, if they're earlier than 55, it's really, you know, if, if they're going to work another 15, 20 years, the plan, there's so many things that could change. I, I got a call recently from a gentleman. He was in his you know, mid-40s. And I said, it's a little premature because you have young kids and there's colleges and there's all these other expenses and variables that are going to happen in your life, you know, with, with phones and computers and everything else that you're going to have to provide your kids for college and whatnot. Uh, it was just too soon because the, the plan won't have much, uh, won't have much uh, uh, effect for so long. It's too far away. So right. 55 and over, it's close enough where we can put together a, 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 pretty, a, a pretty comprehensive, a pretty accurate plan. I mean, you, you get somebody retired in their 60s, you're still having to look ahead 30 years. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the plan I put together goes to age 100. Uh, to so 100. It's a long, yeah. yeah, it's it's a long term plan. So, you know, if you live to be 100, you know, God love you. But at the same token, uh, you know, as uh, long as it's a good quality of life, that's the key. That's it. But, that's but it. Uh, you know, that's what we're all looking for is a good quality of life. But the plan itself goes to age 100. The plan you get to keep, so you can refer to it, and and it's 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 modifiable. It's it's amendable. So it's not something that's written in stone, that that can't be altered or changed. I mean, it's really a flexible plan. So we can modify it anytime at will, depending on what sure. the need is. And and life happens, so it needs to be changed from time to time. Life happens, and as we talked about last week, legislation happens. They're all things that, that can require a, a tweak or two to your plan. Well, here is an opportunity to get with Marty because someone who's planning to age 100 at least for you, can that can help you sleep well at night with good, smart, safe strategies. Here we go. Another opportunity to get that for yourself with Marty Neville. Absolutely. So for the next 10 listeners who call in at 888-519-9096, again, you'll hear my friendly voice on the recording. Just leave a message and I will get back to you uh, sometime this morning or early afternoon. So just give me a call so I can, we can't do anything until you call. And once we meet, I'm not going to charge you. I'm not going to, you know, make you sign anything or, or, or twist your arm to do anything you're not comfortable with. The first, the first visit is, is informational only. So there's, there's really uh, nothing to do. There's just bring things with you so we can go over your, your situation and, and, and put together a plan for you. That's, that's comprehensive and custom tailored to your specific needs. So give me a call 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six, and we can set up a time to meet at one of the offices. And and I do make house calls too. So if you work during the day and can't get away, I do work some evenings during the week. Uh, those I'm not available every evening, but uh, some evenings I'm available. We can set up a time to meet, and I do work on Saturday. So today, right after the show, and I talk to everybody, I will be meeting with clients all afternoon long. So give me a call so we can set that up. Eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. And it's his opportunity to get to know you as well. And getting to know you helps him better to formulate the uh, the right strategies for you and your retirement planning. 888-519-9096. A limited because of his schedule opportunity to get in and talk to Marty. And it could lead to that retirement, trusted retirement relationship. 888-519-9096. Comprehensive review and a copy of Marty's Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. America. We got one more segment after the break, and of course, it's the listeners to close it out. Absolutely. So we get questions every single day from from listeners, and we're going to answer quite a few of them this particular week. So stay tuned.
It's Financial Safari with Marty Neville. Marty is the author of the Amazon number one bestseller, Retirement Smart America. He also heads up Smart Money Solutions and has for years met with so many people, uh, has a trusted relationship with so many, uh, and because it's a retirement partnership that he can certainly have with you too, implementing the right strategies for you for your retirement plan, answering those questions too. And that's how we close out the show. Questions in from listeners and Marty Oak Park. Mark opens it up. I am 62 and I've been receiving widow's benefits for two years. I'm able to receive pensions from two previous employers when I reach 65. Will these pensions be considered income regarding the Social Security earnings test? No. They're not. It's uh, it's not considered earned income. Okay. So it's 1099 income. Uh, earned income is W two income. So if you have W two income, yes, your 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 Social Security benefits could be affected. But uh, with pensions, with distributions from retirement accounts, uh, any of those, uh, anything, any 1099 income that you might have is not classified as earned income. So okay. for the earnings test. Um, yeah, you can enjoy those pensions and not have to worry that your Social Security benefits are going to be affected. Really? Okay. So uh, it has to be W-2 income, 1099 well, it, the, income. O- the only exception would be a government pension. Oh, gotcha. So okay. if it were a government pension, a, a state municipal pension, uh, a, a, a federal pension, yes, then there's the, uh, you know, then there's the, the GPO, the, the government pension offset. So uh, that would that would affect your your social security, but if it's just a, a, an employer, a previous employer pension, like you mentioned in the question, then no, it's not going to have any effect on your social security. Very good. Good question. Now, next we're going to Chicago Ridge. I am currently 60 years old, single and receiving a pension. Wow. I do plan to remarry in a year. Will my new wife receive my pension in the event of my death? That's a good question. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know the answer. No, I'm just kidding. And I don't know the answer because you have to really check with the the uh, whoever the administrator is of that pension, right? And talk to them and see if you're able to add a beneficiary to that or a a spousal benefit to that pension. That's that's something you really have to check into. In most cases, you can. But it ha- you have there's paperwork obviously that you have to fill out uh, to add her as a, a spousal benefit. Now, with being single uh, currently and receiving that pension, you are receiving 100% of the pension that you're entitled to. If you add a spouse as a spousal benefit upon your death, assuming you die first, you are going to receive a reduced benefit because there's a, always a cost associated with insuring two lives. Mm-hmm. So uh, even if it's a 50% benefit that your wife would receive upon your death, uh, there's still going to be a cost that's going to be assessed and charged on a monthly basis to reduce your pension. So you figure it's usually 5% or a little bit more maybe, 5% of the total pension benefit on a 50% benefit. And it might be 10% for a 75% benefit. But you really have to call whoever the administrator is of the pension to see what they allow. And uh, it depends on how long you've had the pension. So there's there's a whole different uh, series of variables that might come into play. But for all intents and purposes, chances are, yes, you can add her as a surviving spouse. Now, here's something else to take into consideration. Depending on if your spouse is younger or older than you, if she dies first, you can then change your pension to start receiving the full benefit again. Oh. 
but you won't receive any of the money you paid in in advance you don't get that for back. that other benefit. So you won't get that payment that you've been uh, get that reduced payment back uh, because she was insured, even though she might he or she might have died first. So, uh, but you have to really check with the pension board, whoever's handling your pension, to see how what their process would be to add your spouse as a survivor. Well, congratulations on your upcoming nuptials there in chicago yeah. ridge <laughs> yeah congratulations lake forest is next i am 63 and own, and i own my own company i have three hundred thousand dollar balance in my sep ira now i'd like to retire in two years what steps should i be taking now to make sure that i'm getting the most out of it and not getting kicked in taxes well, you know, that's that's a that's another tough question because uh, all that money that you put into that SEP is taxable unless you decide to do Roth conversions, uh, which is a, which is a possibility. Um, uh, you know, depending on your income, there's there's a, there's a balancing act that you have to perform. Uh, it's, it's almost like a high wire act to make sure that you don't put yourself in a higher tax brackets depending on what your income is. But uh, yeah, your SEP IRA. You know, you're only 63, so you're not required to take anything out of that until you're 72. So you have plenty of years to let it sit and grow. Uh, I, I, I would have to meet with you to put together a plan to see if you're going to need any of that money when you do retire in two years. So it depends on what your other sources of income are. Yeah, I mean, you know, taxes are, you know, always going to be a problem because generally most of your income is going to be taxable. Social Security is taxable, IRAs, Roth, uh, you know, the only thing that's not taxable is Roth money. But uh, everything else is going to be taxable income. If you have a pension, that's taxable. Uh, there's certain pensions out there. Uh, I have a client who gets a VA pension that's not taxable, that's tax exempt, which is rare. But uh, yeah, taxes are going to be uh, something that you're going to have to deal with in retirement, especially if you have a, a, a SEP or any kind of other IRA, because that's you know taxable income when you start taking those distributions from it. So it's it's worthy of sitting down and having a discussion, putting together a plan, putting together a tax plan, and and figuring that part out. So it's it's difficult in a in a 15 second answer here right. to say how how to how to solve the problem, you know, but. Uh, it, yeah. it, it can be solved. It's just a matter of looking at the bigger picture in the whole situation. Yeah, I mean, that definitely, you're a great candidate for a sit down with Marty. 888 519 9096. 888 519 9096. To Fox Lake, I am 58 and currently going through a divorce. My husband has usually handled all of our savings and investments, so a little bit nervous about how to handle things myself, even though I will be getting a substantial sum of money from the divorce. How should I go about getting that set up on my own, getting set up on my own financially speaking? Well, again, give me a call so we can set up a time to meet and, and put together a plan. Uh, you didn't say how much you're getting. You said a substantial sum mm -hmm. of money. Is it, is it IRA money? Is it, you know, is it all retirement money? Is it just savings that you have accumulated? So it depends on the kind of money you're receiving and how we can handle that and where to put it. So uh, that has a lot to do with it as well. So Give me a call so we can set up a time to meet so we can really get, a, again, a look at the big picture. Uh, I'm sorry about your divorce. Uh, hopefully it's not uh, not 
too crazy. But uh, it, yes, I can understand your your nervousness about uh, starting to handle everything on your own. And I've helped I've helped many people, male and female, men and women, uh, go through this and 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 handle their finances that where they haven't had to in the past. Uh, and put together a plan so they can have things properly positioned so it's, it's to their advantage and benefit, and the money is going to be there when they want it in the future. So you're only 58, so you're still young. I'm Hopefully, uh, if you're still working and you're contributing to your own 401k at work, uh, that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, depending on what you're trying to accomplish, yeah, we can definitely put together uh, a plan for you to uh, to to put you on the right course and the right path to make sure that your future goes smoothly uh, after the after the divorce is finalized. And I just I would like to extend thanks to you, Marty, for saying that fifty eight is young. Personally speaking, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, uh, Evanston. Uh, can I sell off all the holdings in my IRA and keep the cash in my IRA account without tax consequences? I'm sixty three, and the IRA has about two hundred thousand. Absolutely. You can sell every, you can buy and sell within the IRA uh, all day long if you wanted to. It, it won't, there's no tax consequence because you're not taking it as a distribution. If you're just changing investments within the IRA account, uh, there's no tax consequence for doing that. Once you start taking distribution is when the tax consequence comes into play. But just to, to change the holdings, sell all the holdings and put the money in a money market, let's say, I encourage you to do that, especially when we have a real volatile period. So do that to, to save it from you know decreasing in value because of volatile conditions. So, But the answer to the question is no, there's no tax consequence just for buying or selling within the IRA account. Good questions this week. Thank you uh, yeah. for the listening and for the questions. And and when you scheduled your consultation, which you're just about to get that opportunity again at no cost or obligation, uh, write down questions. Have as many as you can for Marty. Helps him learn about you. And here we go. We'll open the phone lines one more time this week. And that's what's important, to, to, you know, to know about you and know what you know about me because it's got to be a good fit. It's just like any other relationship. It's got to it's got to be a good fit. And I'll have a copy of my number one bestseller retirement smart america for everybody i sit down with at the office and meet with so give me a call my number is 888-519-9096 and we'll set up that time to meet and put together a plan for you that's custom tailored to your specific needs goals wants and desires for your retirement to make sure it's a smooth transition because it is it can be a very nerve-wracking period in your life to to go from working every day and and then all of a sudden you're not. So it's it, there's it is a transition, and I'm here to help you with it. So give me a call so we can we can work out all the bugs and details. 888-519-9096. Talk to you soon. Uh, leave a message. Uh, you'll hear my friendly voice on the recording, and you just leave a message, and I'll talk to you uh, sometime this uh, this morning. Yeah, Marty's friendly voice will call you back as well and get it scheduled. <laughs> 888-519-9096. Now, this review is going to analyze what future tax implications you can avoid. Marty will run that Social Security maximization report. And in, in short, he's going to, as he said, custom tailor a retirement plan that's for you based on your individual needs and wants in retirement. Everybody's situation is different. So this is going to be your very own retirement roadmap with the right strategy 
strategies for you and a copy of Marty's book, the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. And Marty, your, your uh, assistants will be compiling that list of people for you to call back and they'll have it to you shortly. So yeah, you can get busy on it. They will. Yeah, I look forward to talking to you. So it, it's, it's always fun. I enjoy it a lot. I enjoy it immensely. And I enjoy our time together every week. So hopefully you'll join us next week. Absolutely. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Marty. And join us next week for Financial Safari. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.